This is Kenyon Drake, running back for the Arizona Cardinals, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. This is your host, Luke, and I am joined by Tyler. Hey, guys. And Mike. Hello. Hey, Tyler, man. We're watching the Steelers versus uh, Washington football team game right now. Tyler's got a couple guys, and he is freaking. I'm nervy. Yeah, I'm Tyler's nervy. like into the couch, like one with the couch. He's not going to speak much today. He's going to be watching that Gibson fellow and that uh, yeah. Terry McLaurin you, guy. You're going to hear more of noises coming from me, and they're either going to be frustrated noises or me cheering unbelievably loud yep uh dads and moms listening out there if you're listening with your kids you may want to yeah watch out tyler not, may the be dro- <laughs> not the episode to listen with the kids in the cars tyler might be dropping some f-bombs uh or some f-yes so yeah and so just to keep keep you updated i'm sure there's someone uh, enjoying a similar situation out there but week 13 uh most common week to be the last week of your regular season in your fantasy football league yep. also known as nut crunching time nut crunching time as uh, the kings like to call it um and basically uh it is king pat versus king tyler king pat has already lost on the week which puts his six seeded playoff spot up for grabs and the person that can steal it is king tyler myself and, uh, I've or got you a, could lose it. Yeah, or I could lose it myself. <laughs> and I've got a mountain to climb. So you and, have uh, it right now. Yeah. You have it in grasp, but you, you need to clinch it. The good news is, though, I, I was talking to my boys earlier, and I let them know, the good news is there's no one I'd rather ride or die with than my guys. And I've got Josh Allen going today. I've got Pittsburgh D going today. I've got Terry McLaurin going oh, no. today and Antonio Gibson going today. I don't know if he's going anymore. He and, might have an ankle injury. Yep, yeah, that's not good. So we'll have to see if he comes back. Ooh, it looks uh, like, oh, it looks like a, a toe. toe. Ooh. Uh, hopefully he comes back. Toe. But Peyton Barber started this series. So, But, you know, I do. you are freaking out right now. And I oh, actually freaking. want to start the show off with, are you freaking? <laughs> yes. And uh, I'm going to freak you out again here, Tyler, because this is another one of your guys. Uh, you smartly sat him this week. His name is Miles Sanders. Two are you freaking? Two yeah. yeah, two weeks in a row with Miles Sanders. I mean, the short answer is, yeah, long ago. I, mean, I have him in several leagues, and I am freaking. If you just objectively watch the Eagles, you're watching a bad football team play football, and the scarier part about being the Miles Sanders owner is, for whatever reason, his snaps have gone down significantly over the last four Played weeks. Played his season low yesterday in snaps. Did you see the stat on his drops, too? He's yep. not even capitalizing on his opportunities, either. He's it, got, like, a... Like one of the highest drop percentages yeah. in the whole league. It, it is a bad situation all around. The one silver lining that I'm trying to take out of it, and it's just a maybe, maybe. Jalen Hurts looked like he breathed some sort of life, but oh, to yeah. be honest True. with you, that is normally the case with a bad offense when you have a guy with some sort of talent behind mm-hmm. and you just kind of throw him out there when they're not preparing for him with the whole week. Yeah, that's a bad drop by Steven Sims there. <laughs> Jesus yep. Christ, Washington, let's get our act together here. Oof. All right, back to Miles Sanders. Uh, He's a definite sit for me this week. They got New Orleans. Yeah. There's no way I'm playing him. I'm no playing way. Gaskin. Uh, I'm playing even if the Raiders uh, the Raiders are playing the, I think, Colts this week. And I mean, I'd rather play Devontae Booker at this point than Miles Sanders. It, and he a, only got six. It's, it's, yeah. it's a long list. If Frank Gore's back on the field, I'm but at probably least he had at 20 it. touches. It is a long New Orleans uh, defense hasn't given up a 100-yard rusher since, like, 2018, apparently. So, 50? Like, yeah. they're, they're going for 50 straight games next week. Wow. There's a there's a lot of or no, options I think it was 50 I'm this looking weekend. to pivot to. And I know it's the playoffs, and so this is why you're even freaking more if you're the Miles Sanders owner. But, well, that could be big. But... 
the thing is you've got to just look at it objectively at this time of year. I mean, the guy is not on the field as much. He's not successful when he's out there. And even when he is successful, his team doesn't give him any help whatsoever. So legit, he doesn't have one positive thing working in his favor. Yeah. Like I said, the only, the only thing I'm looking for this weekend to happen while he's on my bench hurts, hurts to, to just spark. Spark Agreed. plug. I mean, that's, I'm not. I'm not uh, biggest team hurts, but it's not. It's like a no brainer. You have to play him at this point. Like Wentz is like, it's like a car. Whatever. Wentz is like a car with two wheels or something. I'd rather take a bike. You know, with, yeah. if Hurts is a bike, I'd rather ride that than <laughs> drive a car that's fucking doesn't move. And that's what Wentz is right now. That like, fourth and eighteen throw is nice. It was he, nice. He sacks himself. Like he, you notice right away. Like the O line looks a little better. You know it. It's just a. It, it reminds me of Josh Freeman. It really does. Like in his last year with the Bucks, where he was just totally broken. It's just over. And yeah. anyone would have been an upgrade. And so here's the other side of it. And uh, Adam Schefter uh, tweeted a little little while ago. Is that his contract info? The contract info. And so if you are the Eagles, you've got a <laughs> just awful situation occurring. I mean, like you just for every reason you just pointed out, you can't keep putting this guy on the field. However, if he's not on the team next year. It's like twenty million dollars. Twenty million dollars. If he's not on the if the year after that, it's like doubled that amount, and it's like you're gonna eat the contract. So, you know what? And it's they took Jalen Hurts in the second round. You know, so like no matter what they do here, they're blowing important resources. Like if yeah. you let let uh, Hurts sit on the bench and do nothing, you've blown your second round pick. If you keep, you know, if you get rid of Wentz, you blow all the money. Yeah, so just on paper, but but by that logic. You drafted Hurts in the second round, and he was guaranteed to not be playing until 2023. Yeah, in a sense, in a perfect world, mm-hmm. and that's like, why are you doing that when the guy had at that point? If Wentz is still there in three years, he's still only a 28 year quarterback. He's probably doing pretty. Well. It just that should have sent up like more red flags than it did. Probably them taking Hurts in the second. Like I know people thought like, oh, that's just Taysom Hill or whatever. You yeah, know? that garbage man. But you just signed this quarterback to a massive con, and then you take a quarterback in the second round. I mean, it's bizarre. So that yep. might be Hurts next week. We'll see. I don't know if they uh, have said one way or the other yet. Yeah. Not yet. So they probably will wait until game time type of deal. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up on Are You Freaking? Justin Herbert. Two back-to-back crappy weeks. Uh, it's his first two times out of the top 12. He only had 209 passing yards, two interceptions, and they lost to the Patriots 0-45. to Bill just totally fucking rests. Bill wrecks rookie quarterbacks I'm gonna, yeah, 90% I'm gonna, of the time. I'm going to chalk it up to Bill hasn't been able to flex the fact that he's still Bill in a mm-hmm. while this year. Um, and this was just an opportunity for Bill to, you know, still put a stamp down on something. Definitely confirms Anthony Lynn's gone next year. Uh, so they're, uh, Herbert's last four. He's got a good, a pretty, pretty good schedule moving forward. 24-33, the last two, 18-4, and four, man. That 18 against Buffalo really hurts. What's, what's his next next? His couple? next three, however, are Atlanta, Las Vegas, and Denver. And for me, there's just no way you're, you're going to be probably sitting them. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't sit him against the worst-ranked Falcons yeah. pass defense. He is a rookie player, so we probably should have expected some sort of like. And yeah, that's the thing too; at, at, he hasn't had a full-on you know rookie meltdown up until this point. So right. up until this point, he was just kind of shredding the league in a sense. Yep, so it was bound to happen eventually. You just wished it wasn't in the fact of zero total points scored. I wonder where he's going to be drafted next year. Like, I mean, what what range? 
second year quarterback, new coach most likely, great weapons. And the thing yep. is, is that out of the out of the rookies, you know, you've seen more than you saw out of Tua, so you're probably mm-hmm. not that excited about Tua. There's, there'll be some hype, but you Burrow know, you coming know off I mean. of a shredded and knee. then Burrow overall, he had the weapons, but still the O line's the issue. Coming off major injury, it almost bumps Herbs up to the probably top rookie next year. Yep, agreed. All right, next up on Are You Freaking? Russell Wilson. Whoa, another bad game from him. Yep. 263 passing yards, a touchdown, a pick, seven rushes attempts for 45 yards, and he lost a fumble. Uh, this week he had 17, the week before 16, the week before that 24, the week before that 9. So his last four weeks have been horrible. He may have knocked you out of the fantasy playoffs. Um, and he's got a tough next three. Or in, Well, his ne- okay, sorry, his next game is the Jets. But his next two after that are Washington and the Rams. Yep, um, and technically they were letting him cook. He had 20 first-half pass attempts. He's just getting killed. He's not reading the field well, or just these pass defenses are giving him a tough time. Yeah, um, he was sacked, I think, like six times yesterday yeah, or something like that. Uh, their right tackle that's been playing the last two games, and apparently I think the guy who was the starter is done for the year. So Really? God, it's Seattle gonna, always struggles it's on It's going to continue, but like. apparently their right tackle in the past two games has given up. I think he gave up four of those six sacks this past weekend. Damn. Well, um, huge, like, just huge hole that can't be fixed. But, yeah, I mean, it seems like they still want to let him cook to some degree, but I, it's still like a fear that with Carson coming back, Pete Carroll, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. It just has the feeling that we're going back to the, the usual. You, you want to you wanna know why I'm not freaking on Russell Wilson? Well, I'm not freaking because even, unco- well, even uncooked Russ is, is better than the majority of you. <laughs> yes, exactly. He yeah. plays the Jets this weekend. Right, yeah. So he's he's going to have a 30-burger you would expect. That's what I was saying. But his his next two after that are, are at Washington and then the yeah. Rams. So, so there's a little bit of freaking, but you like uh, un, even uncooked. Yeah, even uh, raw <laughs> Russ is still pretty good. He's, yep. he's sushi, uh, I guess. Quick quick. Quick spin on the Jets narrative. We talk about uh, firing of coaches. Oh, yeah, boy. Spin zone. Firing of coaches, motivating teams to be. I mean, we just saw. I see where you're going. We saw the unbelievable comeback from the Patricia list, <laughs> the fat Patricia list, uh, Lions against a tough Bears defense uh-huh. against a great Seattle team. Does the departure of Greg Williams elevate this defense and shut down Russell Wilson? So they should have actually made a. <laughs> I know, can't even say it without laughing. They should actually make a statue for Greg Williams because he saved them tra- Trevor Lawrence. Saved him. He saved them from not getting Trevor Lawrence. The Jags would have slid in there. They, and they lost it. That <laughs> I can't believe it, man. Yeah, that was incredible. We were all watching together. Yep. All, the ball sail, sailing in there. He's got him. So, so the funny thing is I actually saw Dan Orlowski. Uh, he's kind of a jabroni on Twitter and ESPN. His analysis isn't great. There was a lot of defending of the call. Yeah. Contrarian so, takes. So he wasn't defending the call. He hates the call. He said that, but you can't expect it because Greg Williams has called it plenty of times before, and he brings up tape where it actually like worked. Right. And he was yeah. like, but I still think it's the dumbest call ever. You, you have to know, zero. you have to understand that your defensive back that you have covering the fastest player in yep. the whole fucking NFL, the fastest yep. with Daniel Jones out. Uh, uh, Henry Ruggs is the fastest. Um, kidding. Daniel Jones hit 22 miles per hour. though. remember that uh, fastest receiver in the league. And you put your four. I think the guy they had on him ran like a four five and a half yeah. or some shit. So like you turd of a corner. If you're going to call this play, you got to make sure you actually. And that's what Marcus May said after the game. He's like, 
I mean, we got to execute, but dude, you got to help us a little bit, yeah, bro. Yeah, and so I was going to bring that up. It, it, this is when it comes back to like reality for me is when you see like the aftermath of some of the stuff, and you see a young player like Marcus May call the coach out immediately after, the and game. like how his demeanor during that interview. Guys want to win. No, not a single actual player on that on that roster is enjoying what's going on. Yep. It is miserable. That's why tanking is so hard in the NFL because, or in any sport. Because you, you can never convince the players. That's a guy who did not want what just happened to happen. Like yeah. they, he, uh, Marcus May is a guy who will be a superstar when he gets off the Jets. He's like legit good. Freed Adam Gase. Yep. So, oh man, I had something in my head. I wanted to talk about the Jets for some reason, but I'm, I'm blanking. Jamison out Crowder now. scoring two touchdowns. Yeah, that was back. nice. <laughs> um, yeah, he was a great sus- yeah. surprise. Uh, we're we're going to go back to the King's golden rules that we live by here in the <laughs> kingdom. And when 14 is under center, 82 is the Jet to play. If Sam Darnold goes to a team next year that has like a really good slot receiver, there is no round that is too rich He's for that. Cook. Like Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well... One last quick note on are you freaking? Is anybody freaking about CEH? I mean, you've been freaking on CEH for five weeks now. God, he... It's become clear that Andy is too smart for fantasy football. Uh, Andy knows we we are in it for the playoffs. There is no point in working this little guy during the season. He's going to get plenty of work over the next five years for them. In the playoffs, though, he's going to dominate. Guaranteed. Like, he's going to fucking dominate. Uh but, yeah, you can't – I mean, it definitely affects, you know, how I'll look at Clyde next year, or, you know, without going too overboard. But, and really, yeah. the only place you're freaking and the only thing you're freaking about is that update you got before the game when it said CEH active and good to go. I'm That's so glad the that – part you're freaking about. I, that would have been one of the worst developments of my fantasy career. And I know there are people that just got totally fucked by this who were in the mix, had Clyde penciled in, and there was just no way to, like – Yes, you Navigate could never that. figure it. There's just nothing you can do. Because you're thing, screwed. The thing is, you were more than likely were already on top of it, and you were monitoring monitoring it until you got that. Like you, you I had you Melvin had. Gordon. I had it penciled perfectly. If they declare Clyde out, I put in Melvin. They're playing in the same game. Easy. Couldn't even or do even that. declare him on a limited basis. Yep. The I other thing about Clyde uh, him is over J.K. Dobbins, and I'm very oh, upset. See, that's another brutal one. God damn. Yeah, that's fantasy can be very cruel sometimes. Yep. So. I got a quick question before we get into the news and notes. It's a quick little, uh, I want to hear you guys' opinions on this. Who's the better player? Is Justin Jefferson already better than Stefan Diggs? Okay. <laughs> so time to, time to, uh, they're both fantastic. Ella, Mike, you want to, you want to go on? Justin go on Jefferson is number four in fantasy points this year mm-hmm. for wide receivers. Um, so since, since we, I think he is better than since Diggs, we overall talent since we put it out there since week three, when he started playing, actually yeah. playing, um, the only two people with more points per game than him in fantasy football are Devonte Adams and Tyree kill man. Um, on top of that, I think we uh, mentioned earlier this off season, we'd have to go back and find the episode. Um, but brought up a few points about, Stephon Diggs was a fourth round receiver out of Maryland. Mm-hmm. Who I called before well, as he was a rookie. We'll no, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You I were big on him. You know, he was going to be a great player and all, but we're comparing him to first round talent, and that's just different from from the get go. Physically, his physical stature, his just ability, his you know, he's he's just more talented as a whole. His They're size, both really good, obviously. But Stephon Diggs in Minnesota. 
PPR points per game throughout his career, from rookie season to final season there. 14.1, 17.8, 14.2, 13.8, 11.5. Justin Jefferson's PPR through the entire year, including the games where he wasn't playing, mm-hmm. 17.4. <sighs> that is .4 lower than Stephon Diggs' peak with Minnesota. Wow. I think Jefferson's a little bit taller, too. Yeah, is, that's that's a huge thing, is the height. His, his like, yeah, he's, just, he's got longer arms, it seems like. Uh, Diggs, though, I mean, people call him the best route runner in the whole NFL. Like they, he is, he's uh, in D- that echelon. So Diggs is with great. Devon. That's why I'm not like c- totally comfortable yet separating them. But I mean, certainly Jefferson's got a hotter start than uh, than Diggs than did. Diggs. I mean, and yeah, like Diggs, Diggs is great, but Diggs is a guy who worked to get to like Jefferson. Just has the little more of that natural, like the natural God's gift ability. You know, like yep. you said, the size, the the long arms, the. One of his routes he ran yesterday was one of the best we were watching. Yeah, Disgusting. the one where he broke off. Oh, my God, that was nasty. I felt bad for it the poor a, guy that was on an island with him. Yep. Just a quick little question I had there. So No, Vikings came out beautifully in that whole deal there. Yep, and too bad that Just Jefferson's not going to catch a ball this weekend, hopefully, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> it's going to be a long Yeah, it's going to be a long on defense. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into score that touchdown. There you go, Luke. Yes, there you go. Huge. All right, side note: Deontay's great. Yeah, he, he is, is great. Yeah, and so, when other, he just other side note: the ball. he's one of their two best receivers, and the other one's named Chase Claypool. And I'm so, sticking. So that was scary because that play was supposed to go to Claypool. Watch this. First news item. I'll start with the news while I watch that replay. Julian Edelman's still a couple weeks away. That's a bummer. I was hoping he'd come back and be like a nice little uh, uh, flex. Yeah. Any interest if he gets back by, say, championship and you're, you know, maybe got. You if know, you're really hurting. Is he is he playable at any point this year? If no, he gets back? probably not. No, yeah. I can't play any any New England receiver. Cam, Cam just can't throw the ball. Well, hang on. Yeah. Even Jacoby. He's I was going to say, I didn't see what Myers did yesterday. Well, I was Two say, points. That's not who I was, was going to bring up. Are we playing Gunner? At any point, Mr. Gunner, <laughs> the what was the made-up thing uh, that he was <laughs> that he never played football and Bill met him at Bass Pro Shop. Yes, Bill met him at Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> Is that God, the, I that, that. That's their punt returner. Yeah, uh, yes, little white, yeah, little yeah. white slot guy. Oh, is that? Oh, almost Gotta love that. Ron, man. Yeah, he returned like a seventy-yard punt for a touchdown and had like a sixty-three-yard return later in the game. The Panthers facility closed amid positive COVID results, so. Yeah, I guess it was the Curtis Samuel and DJ are the two names, right? That are um, yeah. Well, no. So DJ confirmed positive test. Curtis was within the close, close contact, contact. But yeah. along with that, their punter, um, Greg Little, their left tackle, um, Shaq Thompson, their middle linebacker, um, and then two other depth players. Damn. Um, but so they they got hit with some pretty key pieces there. The Bucks have been really lucky so far. Like we haven't yeah. had hardly. Oh any yeah, of these just guys. had that one staff guy, right? I yeah. saw a lot of the beat, the beat reporter same because i was paying attention to the panthers as it was happening too um about how you know this has been the big worry for every nfl team was the bye week the bye yeah week, the, the bye yep. week was the huge fear for every nfl team yeah um so bucks right now looking good coming out of it fingers crossed Knock on love it. it that's how you know a team's in the hunt looking to be serious <laughs> you, they've got the fear of tom brady's uh yeah. gaze on them or oh, tom yeah. just sprayed them all with tb12 and well in fact yep, tom tom was the only that's exactly what he's tom, tom was probably the only one that uh TB12. that slightly messed up and had a had a contact worrisome contact when that homeless guy broke into his house that was in boston though. yeah oh, yeah not here so that uh he, he stayed out of that oh i got spoiled the next play which is an awesome play 
Uh, okay. Taysom Hill, fantasy quarterback three in his three starts. Yeah, I mean, I we got the hardest thing about this, the narrative is the teams he's played. I know it's that's why I can't uh, Atlanta twice and who's in the middle. But I don't know what their I got, let me pull up their schedule right now. Oh, I think it was Denver. It was but it was the Denver game where they With were playing no against. Post, yeah, so basically out the window. I'll say he's looked better than I thought he would. Uh, this week they play Philadelphia, who in terms of fantasy points against quarterbacks is pretty good, but their team is reeling right now. So. Uh, Yep, I can see Saints defense putting Taysom in a lot of good positions this week. So yeah. actually, I think I go ahead and start. If him it's again. Wentz, yeah, maybe you know you never no, know with the rookie even, guy. That's it's what I mean. tough, but I, the Saints D has been probably is so the, ba- the best the last like three or four weeks. They've been yeah. great. Yep, I think so. Uh, Pete Carroll came out and said Chris Carson's still not a hundred percent, but he played most of the downs yesterday. So yep, he's got like four or five receiving touchdowns this year. It's we, crazy. We already brought this up. Jets fired their savior, Greg Williams, after week 13 debacle. <laughs> Darius Slay's knee injury not considered serious. You can let go of him in all leagues. He had two points yesterday. I think that's the corner that they're talking about, Darius Slay. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yes, Darius Slay. But Darius Slayton you can let as go long of. As, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I want to like on grab? Daniel Jones, but if uh, Daniel Jones isn't back, there's no... Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Jones anywhere. missed him on like a 70-yard touchdown Uh in the game he got hurt too really brutal that's brutal and what they did say daniel jones does have every opportunity to play week 14 not sure what that means <laughs> i guess just get healthy and you have an opportunity <laughs> uh if your hamstring is not in half you can play you have the opportunity <laughs> doug marone sticks with mike glennon as the quarterback and he led all quarterbacks in week 13 deep balls what does Unreal. that just mean okay. he just threw it deep so many times yeah yeah he was just slinging so. it deep I've watched the play countless times now. We all were together watching it live. I thought it was a missed interception by the defense. You watch it more and more. I only seen it the once. So. It becomes harder to believe that he actually overthrew the first guy. Uh-huh. And it's more and more believable that the Glenn pulled off some sort of skip pass. Yeah, the, he intentionally he's magic. To him. He's the Glenn's got like some that. magic. He's in just him. magical like that. He right into like Shaviska Sernal, who like, one person in the world started him, and I played against. Him. Like it skipped, <laughs> off, it skipped off a part of the person to where like that guy had no idea the ball was anywhere in the vicinity of him. I would rather have him as a backup than Blaine Gabbert personally. I mean, I think yeah. I would. He's at least got some pedigree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. As a backup, yeah. <laughs> Has Blaine ever really had a chance with a real team to be good? I don't think he's good, though, so whatever. Yeah. He's always been with the Jags and shit. Gabbert has the critical flaw of pressure in anywhere remotely around him. Totally crumples. Yeah. And then we got Rosen after that, so. And Rosen cursed with the exact <laughs> same thing. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, next up, uh, no coaching change imminent for the Chargers. He will be let go in the offseason, in my opinion. Yep. Too many close games they've given up, and then these routes these seem like in ones he, where like he's mismanaging the clock. That's like he seems he, like he lost the locker room this that, week. That maybe quote after yeah. the game too. Uh, oh man, I'm blanking. It's tough because right he's now. a good dude. Mm-hmm. It, it was a really, I liked him on Hard Knocks. A lot. Yeah, exactly. So that's what gives me respect. But I I think he's a coordinator. Yeah, he he had a quote after the game that it really rubs people the wrong way about, and it you know he didn't seem like anything intentional by it. Just kind of slipped out and said it. But. I expect to be coaching tomorrow. Is that what he said? Or no, go ahead. No, but he said something along the lines of like, "What do you? What were we supposed to do?" In a sense, like are admitting they were outmatched. Yeah, like which is like, so embarrassing. Like basically, in, like they went into halftime, and the players kind of insulted that. Yeah, they just the coach gave up on them. I which, would bet that 
I mean, they probably never stood a chance just because Herbert, like, clearly was confused by whatever Bill had going yeah. on. Uh, yeah, that's tough. Moving on. Cowboys place Zach Martin on injured reserve. Calf injury, that is not good for Zeke. Yep. And brutal you know, whole offense. Now Andy's going to have more guys in his face. Constantly. At this point, he loves guys in his face. Though. He does get him healthy for next year, so we can <laughs> draft, so we can draft Zeke again. Uh, Lamar Jackson activated off the COVID list. Uh, Good news or bad news for Ravens fans? Yeah, wait, no know. more Trace McSorley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Gruden is not confident that Josh Jacobs returns for Week 14. I really didn't want to hold on to Javante Booker, but now I have to. I was really hoping to cut him. Yeah, I'd hold him, but John does also strike me as the kind of guy that wants a team to think that a guy's not going to be there and do it. But, again, do not cut Booker. True, true. Um, Browns claim Marvin Hall off waivers from the Lions. That means nothing. And the newest new item. I'd like it, actually. Which a lot. I think Marvin Hall's a decent, decent player, and I think they added a weapon. So I'm a little nervous for you, T. We have not seen Gibson back yet. Yeah, it's not good. McKissick's been in a He lot. limped off with a toe injury, and that'll be the last news item for news and notes. It better not be turf toe. Oh, yeah, man. that's the worst, because I got Gibson in several leagues solely because of you, and you helped my team tremendously. Thank you, Tyler. You're welcome. But <laughs> I have to say... Uh, might tank at the end of the year here. Yeah. I, I got to say, though... Miles Sanders, too, damn it. It's probably fucking turf toe. <laughs> I mean, a stub toe isn't going to get him off the it, field. It's now. never good when you see them phys- like actually wrap up the big toe. <laughs> Dude, and that injury really hurts. I hurt my toe. I didn't have turf toe, but I hurt my toe really, really bad one time. It hurt, affects your whole foot. I mean, oh, I mean yeah. it goes without saying, obviously, but like it really fucking hurts. If J.D. McKissick is on your waiver, she's, and Peyton Barber might yeah. be a must-add. Yep. Do they have another? Oh, they, they weren't going to bring back Bryce Love, but maybe they will. All right, so let's get into the waiver wire for week 14. We might have just started with a good one there, Peyton yeah, Barber. <laughs> so we'll, we, we'll update you tomorrow. Most waivers are going to go through on Thursday morning because of the Tuesday Ravens-Cowboys game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd like to do waiver show on Monday, though, just in case yours go in on Wednesday. So, uh, yeah. First up in my number one yeah. target. Not to interrupt, but there it is. He's doubtful to return. <sighs> yeah, I saw. Man. I just didn't want to fucking say it. I feel bad. That's not good. I have several leagues. Come on, Terry. Let's, let's go. go, Terry. Come on, Terry. Okay. Right. Number one waiver wire claim out of all players on the waivers, in my opinion, Kiki QT of the Houston Texans, 27% owned, nine targets, eight catches, 141 yards. Unreal. They were a playing yard play. Yep. They were playing a good defense. Colts defense is no joke. He was running all through that zone, finding holes. Watson was finding them. I, uh, so I'm not that scared of the bears this weekend that he has. Uh, I think he'll, do just fine and then he's got the Colts again right after that so I think he's worth a and a decent flex start next week at this point there was kind of just like the question like um you know after Fuller got suspended like who would fill in you know uh and it yeah it looks I kind of lined up perfectly like QT already has a little bit of pedigree like he's I think he's got before this game he had like two or three hundred yard games already yep so yeah he's set up pretty well agreed so I think you know, Against Adam, the Bears, we'll probably list him as like a flex. Yeah, definitely a flex. But he balled out last weekend, so definitely worth the ad. Yep. He was a speculative lad last week, too, as well. So, moving on to the next wide... We're going to go with wide receivers to start, because that was the most important player this week, in my opinion. Next up, it's Mike's dude, man. I told you guys to get him last week. Who? T.Y. Hilton. Oh, God, yeah. 45% own, 11 targets, 8 catches, 110 yards. Touchdown, got Vegas this weekend, then uh, back to Houston again. 
And he, so, I, should I say T.Y. Houston? T.Y. Houston. Owns that I was going to say, so it sounds like we're, we're a sit on T.Y. this week. Yeah, right. And a full, full go next week. No, the thing no. is now, because Back now to back, two good games. I was going to say, yeah. he had one before this week, too. I mean, uh, yeah, it's great. But T.Y.'s awesome. I don't know if I could say top 24 receiver, but he's in the flex talk now. And I'm yeah, probably going to scoop him in several yeah, weeks. Always great when a guy comes out of retirement early. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> exactly. One last hurrah. Yeah. I mean, they need him, so yeah. he's, uh, he's getting used and getting high targets, so. And then the last receiver, he uh, balled out last night on Sunday Night Football. That is Tim Patrick. 21% owned, four targets, four catches, 44 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, You know, this is another kind of speculative ad. I'd keep him on the bench. I don't know if I'd start him this week, but Tim, he's just like a decent flex ad to have. It seems like... uh... He's a better fit with Locke maybe than Judy is, just because like he uh, he more Locke Cortland. likes throwing him up, throwing him up to I think him. Judy had one more catch Cort- last more, night. More uh, Cortland Sutton can't start him anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Cortland Sutton, which makes I'm very curious how that's going to shake out next year. They're going to have three guys, and I'm not going to know where to draft really any of them. I mean, yeah. I won't take any. I'll probably, next year. I'll Judy is actually the only one I would. But if Locke's back, I mean, yeah, that's going to take just, a lot. Yeah, that's the thing. My thing's just I don't know how they sustain. Yeah, the there's going to be a lot of rant because they got Noah Fant too, who I will draft. I yeah. do like Noah Fant. So they got but... Melvin and Phillip getting touches, and yeah, yep. Noah Fant's talented for sure. So, well, that'll do it for the wideouts. I don't see too many um, that you can grab off waivers that will make a difference. You know, there's Brashard Perriman, there's Denzel Mims. They're getting targets, but they didn't really yeah, do true. well. I do like Perriman. Like you get Scoop Perriman, he's been a pretty nice big yep. play threat. Um, but they didn't produce yesterday, but you never know in those flex spots. Perriman loves to blow up for some reason. So Yeah, Perriman has been like kind of generally hot lately. Yep. Uh, um, another guy I'll add to the to the short list uh, playing later tonight, um, depending on how he does, but Gabriel Davis. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a guy to watch for sure. Buffalo. He's he's definitely he's a big play kind of guy, big physical receiver. With John Brown Brown out, he's you know, put together a few few good days. Ninety seven percent of snaps he played last week. That's, Gabe Davis. Yeah, like that. All right, moving to the running back position on waivers. It's pretty weak. It's nothing special. I'm not going out blowing my load, even though now it's... J.D. McKissick load time. Yeah, it might be J.D. McKissick, so we uh, may have to redo the waivers tomorrow for running backs. But right now, my number one running back to grab is Ty Johnson from the uh, new New York Jets. Frank Gore left after the first play of the game, got a concussion. Ty Johnson had 22 carries, 104 yards, one touchdown, two catches for 13 yards. Last year, he kind of did the same thing for Detroit, and then he sucked the rest of the year. So I'm not, like, going too crazy about it. A couple bucks on him uh, if you're really needy for a running back. Sure, He's a starting or yep. uh, Well, te- yeah, technically starting if Frank Gore's out. Yep. In this time of year, that is gold. Just yep. sheer, I've seen so many, so many fantasy championships. I've seen one with the most random jabronis penciled into yep. that RB2 spot. I mean, I, if you go back through the years, there's so many of them. I mean, we've seen C.J. Anderson be the... Oh, yep. and the, the, uh, the prime example is the you know you're the Miles Sanders owner. I know you don't want to sit there and logically say I'm going to spend fab on Ty Johnson to go sit Miles Sanders for him. However, that was a ridiculous play call. Oh, boy, <laughs> on their own thirty. Jesus Christ, Washington football team. This game's over. Going to be the death of me. Yeah, I need some. As soon as Gibson left, it's yeah. over. It's over. But yeah, but if you're the Miles Sanders owner, that's a guy I'm seriously looking at. I mean, you're going to get a guy with six times the volume, and. You know, the Jets are a terrible football team, but so are the Philadelphia Eagles, so who cares? Yep, that's a good call. All right. Uh, so 
you do want to monitor the Frank Gore, if we, especially that waivers are going through Thursday morning. You'll get that Wednesday, you know, if he practices or not or out of the uh, concussion protocol. They played Seattle next week, too, uh, who just who got is, bull rushed by Wayne Gone. They did, but before that, they've been pretty good. They're, so. like, they, they're like, ranking is literally, like, middle of the pack. Okay. So, like, yeah. you, can, you can get by. Yeah, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Next up, man, Adrian Peterson of the Detroit <laughs> Lions. <laughs> If Swift is still out with the flu or still not feeling like himself, AP, uh, 48% owned, 16 rushes, 57 yards, two touchdowns, and back-to-back 18-point PPR performances from AP. The man, say what you will, does run hard yep. still. Like, he's limited, but he's still the one of the best fucking running backs ever, so he's got a little bit of yeah. juice left. It's like it. Mike Tyson. He reminds me of that. Like, yeah, I exactly. still watched the other day, you know? Yep. <laughs> Yep. It wasn't pretty, but he gets it done. Still and I somehow. still get the feeling that defensive back, like uh, defensive players, are not stoked about tackling him. Yeah, like when he's, he's, still, he's a big boy. Exactly, he's still a big he'll, boy. Yeah, he'll run you right over. Um, yeah, nope. But he's, you want to watch the Swift news too if do, he's like back 100. percent This is again. This is another guy. If you've got a guy like a Miles Sanders or someone in a similar situation, sheer volume wins out at this time of year. Yep, I genuinely would play. Um, AP over Miles Sanders. I mean, I don't think yeah. that's necessarily con- controversial. No, it's not. Um, Unless you're hoping Sanders, you know, one of his seven touches are going to break the 70 yarder, which could happen because he's done it, but I'm not relying on that. So. Well, they play what we like to call the Swiss cheese heads, uh, the Green Bay Packers, because they oh. are Swiss cheese on Rundy and AP. If he's the guy, if Swift's the guy, you're loving Swift next week. Yep. But um, yeah. This third running back is strictly for deeper 14 to 16 team leagues. There's not really any running backs that that are that great of pickups this week. And this one is Josh Adams, who also mm-hmm. on the Jets had eight carries for 74 yards. Uh, we're not sure who the starter will be at this point, and that's like super deep, deep leagues. They're both only one percent owned. So, and Adams, for what it's worth, is like a genuinely like decent running yeah. back. Like he's got a little bit of talent. Too. Yeah, he's like a he has. He runs high because he's tall. Mm-hmm. So he runs like I don't want to say Murray. Yeah. I don't want to say uh, Derrick Henry because that's like he doesn't run but no, like that's him. But he style. runs like up up high. That was AP's style. AP. That was a lot of yeah. people were uh, sketched about AP in college because he ran so up high. Uh, I remember it that seems to work out for some thing. great guys, right? Yeah, it turns out if you're a powerful beast and stronger and faster than everyone, it doesn't fucking matter how you run. Yep. Touch. Oh, almost good deflection. Uh, one guy, uh, so... Um, you got another back? Well, I just got a Roto update here that Cam Akers got hurt, despite... Uh, he, <sighs> he looked like the man yesterday. Oh, yeah, 21 and 29 yeah, carries. Until Daryl Henderson got a fucking 30-yard scamper I saw that, end. and I was like, man, that's that some sucks. bullshit, That was Tyler. so random. But just to say, um, if you're in a in pinch it. and Akers is out next week, you could Darryl maybe Anderson, throw in uh, Henderson or Malcolm. or Malcolm Brown. Either yeah. one, yeah. Either yeah. one, so... Back to the will we started with. Yep, we'll, exactly. We'll God, definitely talk more about it tomorrow. Just, you know, more injury updates come in. Yep. Next up are the tight ends. This guy uh, had seven targets, five catches, 37 yards, and a touchdown yesterday. Yeah, it's not who I thought it was. <laughs> He's on there. Yeah. <laughs> but this is Cole Clement of the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Played 75% of the snaps, 1% owned. He's been trending Another up. dart throw at the tight end position. You never know. Cole Komet's someone next year. Everyone yep. needs to be keeping eyes out on. I feel. Yep. I mean, he... <laughs> depends who the quarterback is. Yeah, so, but it depends on quite a talented. few things. But, man, yeah, he is very talented. Uh, so, he'd be Touch. my number one tight end pick. Wow, Washington standing and, up. And that's my number one tight end pick in leagues that he's only 1% on. So, he's available. Yep. The next 
who is one percent owned as well, is my guy Drew Sample, baby. Drew Sample. He had another decent. One, Guess right? what? Seven targets, seven Guess catches. Guess what? Kingdom forty nine. The, the sample size is big enough now. <laughs> We're back to it. We're Drew Sample all the way. Yeah, I'm Brandon Allen King hit him Lucy. up. So does it scare you that his savior Allen got like banged up and now it might be Finley? Yeah, yeah I, won't, so, I won't touch him with Finley. I, yeah, don't touch him with Finley at all. Also, but, did you guys see when the? <laughs> I'm sure you've seen the meme that's been going around. But when the brawl broke out, the only, their whole O line. Yeah, the only people that didn't participate was the O line sitting on the bench. Hysterical! <laughs> all five of them just sitting in the line. They're like, like the oh, five guys. The five guys that are literally <laughs> supposed to protect the team decided mm. not to protect the team. Business decision. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, Devonte Parker and that other guy got kicked out for defending their. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. For yeah. Defending and Flores went out there and shoved a dude. I think. Oh, oh yeah. my god! I love Flores now. Yeah. Got to give it to him in the time of the pandemic. Brian, I've seen a lot of coaches ignore the CDC guidelines. You, my friend, you are a just example for all. <laughs> Pulling the mask up every time it dropped, even when you're trying to stick a guy in the face. This just, man has uh, been come from the Belichick tree, and he's, uh, unlike the others, not a rotten apple. He He's smart and understands. He was there uh, shortly, so I think he got out just in got time. got out just in Dude, time. Yeah. Just could time you, for it. Could lays you imagine off. how quickly Patricia would have waddled his way over behind the blue tent when the fight broke out? Yeah. And right. And not yeah. backed his team? This man was on the field looking to throw some hands. <laughs> Patricia was grabbing a hot dog at that time. Bro. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Classic fat Patricia joke. <laughs> All right. Uh, next tight end. Tyler Higby, 48% owned, six targets, four catches, 24 yards, and a touchdown. You know, he got the touchdown, so that's kind of makes his week. It's yep. just another flyer guy that you could think about playing. Everett, I think, had a decent game, too. But And then one guy that if you're in a shallow league and people are just don't own him right now is Mike Gusecki, 72% owned. Your brother, of course, played him. <laughs> 11 targets, 9 receptions, 88 yards, and a touchdown. Jesus. With Tua. That's very encouraging. Yep. So Tua was finding him. and Tua had a, ended up having a somewhat decent I was getting pissed watching him, but he ended up having an all right game. Yep. So Tua might be the uh, the guy to own. Is this about to be an error? Oh. oh. <laughs> they threw it to the O-line. To the O-line. He's got a big boy touchdown. But yeah, Mike Kosicki, not a bad option if he's available. Doubt he is. 72% on Yep. And some streaming quarterbacks here. Um, just because you didn't mention the 72%. Uh, Bob Tanyan's another guy who yeah. flirts around like 75%, 76%. Yep. Big Bob Tanyan fan. Really pissed. I had the opportunity to scoop him off waivers earlier in the season. I wasn't a believer. Three touchdowns, three straight games, I think, for him. Yeah. I he's, thought it was a... Uh, the second time he's been on that stretch during the season. And it is. Even if that's only six games, that's, that's good pretty good landscape. Yep. Streaming quarterback options. First up, Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> 13 <laughs> you're not gonna feel good but 13 percent owned he uh plays the texans this weekend so you could do much worse yep. you definitely could i think uh, trubisky ended up scoring less than wow. Glenn yesterday didn't stand from the football team wow. didn't uh, trubisky scored uh against detroit uh, 17 17 yeah. so no, okay no trubisky had 15 against detroit and glennon had 17 so that was the two guys i was between and i switched glennon out on game day for trubisky yep. oh well <laughs> next up the last guy um who's owned in under 50 percent is philip rivers 40 percent owned plays the raiders and the texans again so yep. i saw he's got he, did you see he needs foot surgery in the off season yeah that's he, crazy he's a warrior bro oh yeah this he's played he's a, played through a torn acl played a playoff game on it, it, it the toe is not going to do anything because he doesn't move right he literally drops back and those are the most steps and throws it to the yep. running to the running back every time Indeed. or ty hill now <laughs> so 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it for the waiver wire show. You guys got anything to add? Nope. Uh, uh, I would add, don't go chasing Baker Mayfield points. Oh, um, yeah, we should talk about that, Tyler. I owe you an apology, my friend. We'll, yeah, we'll bring that up on the week review tomorrow. Yep. Baker Mayfield, yeah, for sure. Love Baker him, Mayfield love what he did. Um, but, uh, again, don't go chasing the points. Back in Cleveland next week against Baltimore, not a good matchup. Horror, he plays then, horrible. Then you're up in, up in the New York playing the Giants, and then you're back up in... New York playing the Jets, so you're looking at shit they weather play the week, rest uh, of the year. Pittsburgh Week year. 17. Yes, I believe that's so. going to be a huge game if Pittsburgh hasn't lost by then. Wow. Yeah, it's the final game. Jeez. Anyways. Wow. Pittsburgh. Wow. All right. Well, that'll do it for the waiver wire show. We want to thank you all for listening. And uh, if you could, please follow us on Instagram at fantasy.footballkings. As well, could you please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts? And if you have any questions, you could feel free to write it in the review or slide right into the DMs on Instagram. We will be happy to answer it. Everyone have a great doubleheader Monday Night Football and Tuesday Night Football. Yep, and if uh, Antonio Gibson's turf toe just ruined your fantasy playoff hopes, then pour on out with me tonight, Kingdom. Yep. See ya. Agreed.